Hello? Hello. You're back. Okay. So, no, we'll just have to do the beginning over because when it cuts out, no one who's listening knows that we're doing it twice. All right. So, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sakara Why. I am Sakara. Um, this is the fourth season, the season on parents and parenting, where we talk about our parents, our parenting experience, and our children um, as chosen by the guests. I mean, as chosen by the audience. Um, so, some things that I mentioned the first time Jackie and I recorded this, that I introduced my cat to a new food. So if you guys are listening and you hear me saying happy, no, it's because I don't want the cat to throw up on Kayan's carpet. Okay. So um, so I'm joined today by a really good friend of mine, Jackie. And I know before we started, you um, started to give an explanation of what a doula was. But um, this time, I'm just going to have you introduce yourself and then we're going to work our way there. Okay, that works. Okay. So hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what else you want. No, you weren't gonna say anything about yourself. Well, oh, well, Jack, so so a lot of time outside of, of yeah, outside of uh, doing doula birth work, I'm also an educator. Uh, I've taught early ed in middle school, uh, so that's a little bit about me. I live in Jersey City. Oh uh, wait, don't give them too much now. Oh, no one stalking you. <laughs> Where's right. Jackie from Jersey City? Um, <laughs> okay, so on the last, the last guest I had was my mom, and mm-hmm. um, we got to talk about her relationship with her children and stuff like that. So I know you in particular, you don't have any children. No, um, no. And it's so funny because in my family, especially my mother, once somebody's like past the age of 20, 21, my mother starts saying, oh, she probably can't have kids. Like, it's just Damn. so crazy. I don't know where <laughs> she came up with that theory. But, like, in my family, most, if not all, of the women are moms um, between the ages of 18 to 24. So, mm-hmm. beyond that, everyone's like, well, what is the problem? Like, mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, do you need to see a doctor? Um, <laughs> do, you, do you have a desire to have children? Do you feel maternal? Do you want children? I do. I do. I think I'm, I think I'm a very maternal person and I definitely look forward to the day. Um, I've gotten uh, people saying similar things to me, like, like what's wrong? Don't you want kids? Uh, and, and I just always go back to the fact that like, you know, obviously you need a whole nother person to do so. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so, and it's like, Oh, like there are so many men out there, which obviously is true. Um, but to me, it's not that simple. So I look forward to the day that I have children and I look forward to being nurturing and maternal. And I feel like I already do nurture um, like children around me, like my nieces, my students, but Mm -hmm. I would of course want to do that with my own children. So when I meet someone and it feels right and the timing feels right, I'm excited. And I know that day is going to come. I'm not necessarily in a rush it used to give me anxiety the thought of it but I realized that that anxiety was probably uh like creating resistance so uh I trust that it's coming and absolutely excited and so funny we don't all have to fit into like one idea of woman or you know what I mean or mother Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to happen at like for me I was by the time I was 21 I was pregnant there's so many other things I probably would have been doing if I wasn't, you know, um, mm-hmm. 
But when people ask me, like, um, even married couples sometimes, they're like, oh, do you think we should have a child? I'm like, enjoy yourselves first because your mm-hmm. life is going to change in so many ways once you have that baby. Um, so if you do have an opportunity to take the time, now I will say for myself in particular, I have no regrets, especially when it comes to my son, because he's created a testimony and he's, I think the obstacles that I faced in being a young mother, doing Mm -hmm. most of it on my own, um, me accomplishing those things alone has really given me a sense of confidence and pride. But that was a, that was a lesson that I needed to learn. That's not everybody's blessing. Like, you right. know what I mean? So that this just, your story just might be different. So is there um, a cutoff date for you where you're like, enough is enough. I don't know where this man is, or <laughs> I haven't had this kid yet. I'm going to go freeze my eggs or get artificially inseminated or adopt. Or is there like a cutoff date for you? Mm. You know, I've never really, <clears throat> well, I've thought about it in the, in the way, in the sense of, I definitely want to have children before I'm 35. Okay. Um, And I, I believe, and I feel that it will happen before then. Um, But I've never thought of freezing my eggs or adoption necessarily, but who knows? I mean, those are options too. So. um, Right. I mean, I think about having a second kid, because, you know, Kayan's always like, I want a sibling, I want a sibling, I want a sibling. Mm-hmm. And um, part of the reason why I do feel passionately about him having a sibling is because, uh, this is like a little dark, but I went to, um, my friend's mom passed away. So I went to the funeral and seeing her and her sister together, like being, the, when one was weak, the other was strong. And like, mm-hmm. because they were going through that same experience, I'm like, I can't leave this boy out here by himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's gonna, right. he's gonna need somebody who really understands all of it, everything mm-hmm. you know what it's what it's like to be my child. Um, that's just something that really made me want to give him a sibling, um, because kids are expensive. Other than that, I'd be like, Mm-mm, oh hell no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I I have a cutoff date, but I'm I'm all for adoption. Even if I was just a foster parent, I think I'm really I would do that also. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some of the things that people say is it mostly coming from your family or is it strangers in relation to you like not having a child at this stage in your life I feel like it happens a lot at work um rude very rude right like I'm like it's none of your business (laughs) um (laughs) but I don't know if it's because I work in a space in a school and uh a lot of times like the people that I'm working with do have established families do they do have children already I mean my first year teaching I had two teachers come to me and say I have a son that you should meet and I want (laughs) you to meet him and I was like you don't even know me but they They know you got a job (laughs) right they were like oh you seem nice oh you cute with a job let me introduce you to my son (laughs) right and they were like how are you single and I was like I, I just am. I don't know. Like what I don't know how to I don't know how to answer that question. I know they um, mean that as a compliment, but it it gets hard to hear. It does. It does. And then when when I was working and I had a boyfriend and I was in a relationship, they were like, "So when when are the kids coming?" And I was like, "Whoa, I I'm still getting to know this person and enjoying like this person and this connection." Um so I feel like I get it a lot at work. Um, in my family, not so much. I mean, when I was in a relationship, my mom would say to me, like, 
I want you to have kids. Like I, I want that. I want that for you both. Um, and obviously, it didn't work out, so that obviously didn't happen. But, well, good thing you guys didn't have kids then, right? Yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've seen it more at work um, than anywhere else. Um, and like some family friends that I've known for a while too that I don't see that often when they do see me, they're like, oh, the expectation is, you know, you're about to have a kid or you're, a, you know, in, a, in an established relationship or you're going to get married. Um, and it's always like, nope, not yet. And it's so funny because then they go on to say, you know, like, don't rush. <laughs> right, right. So it's like, is it happening? And I'm like, no. And they're like, okay, well, you know, don't waste any time. Um, but, but don't I, rush. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think I can balance that out, like knowing that that's something that I want, but also not necessarily chasing it or feeling any less because that's not where I am in my life right now. Right. I think that's good that you know that. Um, so I don't think men receive that same pressure. Like, I actually think men get the opposite. Mm. They're like... Um, Oh, don't have any kids. You know, like I don't you have a brother. I have yes. two. Um don't get locked down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Is, is your mom ever saying that to him in a relationship? Like, where's the baby? Like, you know what? No, I don't never, just... right? See? No. <laughs> it's mad sexist. <laughs> it's it's more like don't they tell men like don't do, but and then that's confusing too. You keep telling all these women, go out and have babies. And mm. you turn around and tell the boys, like, don't get her pregnant like you know what I mean so who's right. supposed to impregnate us <laughs> exactly like if, if we're not on the part not to knock us up <laughs> right um, it doesn't make any sense no it doesn't I mean I had gone on a date with someone and they were like so in two years having kids like that's good right and I was oh. like I was like but I I'm just getting to know you <laughs> And he yeah. was very open about wanting to have a family and wanting like, and, and it was so, in a was way, he older? refreshing. Um, yeah. Older in compare in comparison to like previous people I've dated. Okay. Well, yeah. But um, so to me, it, it was kind of refreshing to hear him say like, I want a family. I have a lot of love to give. Like, I was like, wow, that, okay. that is really cool. But like, let's continue getting to know each other to know if that's something that we yeah, would like. Even if you want to have a family do. with me, right, right. So, I mean, someone told me like, "That's great, jump on it," and I was like, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't jump on it, girl." <laughs> no, I won't. But <laughs> or wrap it up first and then jump on it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. Okay. So, just kind of circling back to this difference between. Um, things your mom might say to your brother things your mom might say to you do you feel that um, your mother parents each of her children differently because that's something that my mom said in the last episode mm. she said like you know I have a different relationship with each of my kids because each child is their own individual person they have their own different needs so I didn't raise you the same way I raised your two sisters I didn't raise mm. either of your brothers the same is that true for your mom as well yeah, I think so. I think um, I think like my brother being <clears throat> the youngest in some ways, I, I felt like he was coddled kind of and I'm the oldest. 
So I feel like I was like given responsibilities a lot and like, and like, you know, like do this, help me with this. Like, like even like smaller scale things, like when it comes to like chores and things like that, or like assumptions of like, you know, she's good. She's got it. Um, Mm -hmm. And what about your sister, your younger um, sister? I think my younger sister, she, uh, I mean, I feel like in ways she has like that, like kind of middle child syndrome of like, like my sister. Yeah. Right. Like kind of feeling like nobody, like people forget about me or like, what about me? Um, And I, I mean, I can't imagine like what that is like, what that experience is like, but with her, I think it was more like, um, oh man, that's, that's hard. I've never thought about that is does that speak true to being a middle child then that I can't um, well I'm I've never considered I'm literally smack dab in the middle of five but I've never considered myself to be a middle child because of the age gap in between us so Mm. I was the youngest of three and then I was the oldest of three new of three a new set um but because like my brother and my sister they have like 26 years between them so it's almost like I'm in two different sets of siblings Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, and then also my mom also always gave me a lot of their responsibility. So I wasn't like, I don't want to get too deep into like nature versus nurture, but I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if like she, because I was empathetic and responsible just as a person, like my personality, mm-hmm. if that's why she gave me that, or if that's why I kind of assumed that role or she gave me those things or like, cause like my brother, they just not having it. Neither one of them. <laughs> That's just not their personality. She could probably tell them. Like I don't know if she raised me to be this person or if I was this person, and she was just like, "Oh, thank God, finally I gave birth to somebody who can, who can take on a lot of this work." Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I wonder. You just made me think about so much because I'm definitely. I relate to that, like being an empathetic person and being like wanting to help and being like very responsible in a lot of different ways. Even as a child, I mean, my, I remember my brother and sister being born and I was so excited and I was ready to learn how to like change a diaper and how to feed them and how to Mm -hmm. hold them. Like I wanted, I remember wanting to do those things so badly. So I wonder if my mom was like, oh, okay. Like good, I right? Have, I have a helper, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it would be like I would have my brother, she would have my sister, or vice versa. Like we would take turns, um, and I remember I I loved it. Like I love doing that. I love being able to help my mom and like bond with my brother and my sister in that way. And I think also I think um, the level of empathy somebody a child has determines mm-hmm. their relationship with their parent. If that makes any sense, because I'm always like, man, I mean, I could. I could be disobedient, right? Like I could do something wild right now, mm. but I'm also thinking about my mom, and you know what I mean. Yeah, like thinking about her experience it. as my parent. So I think some some children are just not as empathetic towards their parents and what they're going through. So they just be out here wilding, like. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I I think as I've grown and matured more, I definitely. Like, I have a better understanding of, like, who my mom is mm-hmm. and why things happen the way they were. She was also a 16-year-old mom. So, All right. Okay, so, so 
I want to, I have questions about that. So, um, because your mom was a teen mom, do you think that you guys are like much closer or like, what's your relationship? Like, is it like this sort of like my sister or like, what is, what has that been like? It's definitely like a, like a sister slash mom relationship. I mean, we're only 16 years apart. (laughs) Right. Which is less, less than most of my siblings. (laughs) <laughs> right so so right so like our generations like we're right next door to each other um we have I mean a lot of times my mom comes to me for advice and I'm like what <laughs> but like I can give her advice right and she can give me advice too I go to her also for advice a lot of times um so I think it is and I also feel like my mom really like respects my boundaries too okay Um, and I think that comes from her, um, I don't know from like how much we communicate and how transparent we are with each other. Like it can be really hard for me to tell somebody like anybody that they've upset me, but it's not hard for me to tell my mom and it's never like an argument or like me being aggressive. Like that's not in my nature, but I can be very like, but there's also a sense of safety for me to talk to my mom. Mm -hmm. Cause I know like, no matter what I say to her, uh, I know, like, I know we have an understanding and it's obviously always love there. Right. So I think because of that, like she can really respect my boundaries. And I know if she, if she sees me upset or she sees me bothered, she can read me so easily and be like, what's going on? Like you can talk to me. Oh, that's Uh, beautiful. Yeah. So it definitely feels good. Is it ever frustrating that your mother is so young? Like I watched the show on Netflix, Jenny and Georgia. And mm-hmm. because the mom is like young and still still growing up herself, the daughter who's super responsible is frustrated <laughs> most of the time. And she's like, lady, get it together. Or do I want you to do this. Or I want you to raise my sibling this way. And the mom's just like, girl, let's <laughs> share a glass of wine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's never frustrating feeling like okay now I need you to mom and you're trying to sister right I mean there's times when it comes to like her setting boundaries in her life like I think in ways like I can set boundaries yeah because you guys almost grew up together right exactly we literally did like people could have seen us you know when I was first born and they would have been like oh like that's your little sister right Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so yeah, there, I think there are certain skills that I've gotten a good hold on because I've had a lot of space to grow, like just as an individual, that I don't think she necessarily had because she did have me at such a young age. And she did tell me that like there was like right now messing up the podcast. OK, go ahead. <laughs> That's what happened the first time with my mom. Um <laughs> But um, that's crazy. Look at us calling them, inviting their energy into our space. I know. Like, mind like, I got We're having you. a personal conversation about y'all right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think like in ways, um, what was I saying? Like, like, I feel like I've definitely gained certain skills just because I've had the space to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas maybe she didn't have the space to do it at a certain time. So she's still learning like how to set boundaries okay and how to like a lot of times I'm like mom I want you to enjoy things and right but she's me. been a mom her whole life 
Right. So I got to like check myself too. I have to be like, well, you don't know what that experience is. Mm -hmm. And I will never know what that experience of being a a 16 year old mom is like what that does, you know, emotionally, mentally. Um, I can only ask her and I can only hold space and support her uh, the best I can. But yeah, so I, I, so that can be frustrating sometimes because I'm like, okay, we've, we've grown really differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had a lot of freedom. I do have a lot of freedom. I do have a lot of space. I do have a lot of time to be like introspective and to like work on myself. Um, whereas she hasn't necessarily had that. So I'm always trying to be like, you know, let's do things that are fun. Let, let's right. like find joy. Um, yeah, because she deserves it. And I, I think a yes. lot of times, as like as as you can say, like you have a lot of freedom and you have a lot of time. And for parents, and I know I feel this way, it's like there's no stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and then you once you do take time for yourself, you feel guilty. Mm-hmm. You feel like, why am I taking time for myself when I should be figuring out the next thing for Kayan, improving his life, breaking generational curses? You know, building mm-hmm. myself up as a mompreneur. Like, there's so much new pressure also right. on us. And then mm-hmm. to where even settling down and just enjoying ourselves is tough. And I can't even imagine. I mean, granted, I don't have that much time between the time your mother had a kid at 16. I had mine at 21. But even in those five years, I was able to go to college and get a little crazy. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't. I can't even think of a life where I, I'm still doing what I want at 25 or 30 you know what I'm saying so it's a beautiful thing as much as we try to pressure people into having children or especially pressure women into having children I think it's a beautiful thing that you've been able to do to mature and really think about what you want in life and that's something that she didn't necessarily have the opportunity to do right right no I'm really grateful for that space definitely Mm -hmm. yes I envy you so as far as, um, so now we're going to kind of switch up a little bit. So what's your mom's sign? Because you mentioned something about, because uh, you're a Pisces, I'm a Libra, but you mentioned something about um, being like Capricorn and you're rising yes. or whatever. So um, what is your mom's sign? So my mom's an Aries. Okay. So do you think that astrological signs play into the relationship we, we have with our parents at all? Definitely. Definitely. I mean... I I feel like um, Aries are very like energetic, like constantly on the go, and can also have a short fuse too. Uh, and I see all those things in my mom. Uh, and I'm very much like the opposite. Uh, I mean, I I am a go getter, but I also can I tend to move a little slower. I'm also a, a double Pisces. Like my sun and my moon are in Pisces, so okay, it's just like a, a lot of. Pisces energy um so so yeah I definitely see that so I think like my mom and I do bring some balance to each other okay because yeah so I do think that does have an effect on the relationship because I'm I'm an air sign with two earth sign parents so I feel like I have like wild flighty tendencies but like I also have good sense because (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're very grounded 
to where I'm just like, let's just do it. Jump off the building. Like, just try it. Just try it one time. Just try it one time. But then something, you know, in my upbringing tells me like, girl, if you don't sit your ass down. So, um, right. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that helps. I mean, for, for my son, Kayan, he's a Libra also. Mm. And his dad's a Gemini. So we're all air signs. So he's being raised. He's an air sign being raised by two air signs. And when I tell you, I don't know what he'll do as an adult, but I just feel like it's going to be something no one else would think of doing because he's just like, do whatever. Like, you know, air signs have this tendency to just go with it. Just try it. Yeah. So, um, so I'm really excited for whatever that is, but I'm also very nervous for him. <laughs> That's awesome. Super That's nervous beautiful. for him. Like, reel it in, boy. Reel it in. <laughs> He'll probably he'll probably be like a, some type of creative or something like that. I, I, I hope know. so. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> um, all right. So I do want to because we have about five or so minutes left. I do want you to tell us about um, your experience as a doula. What drew you to that practice? What is it? Because that might just be like a whole new term to some people. And right. um, and yeah. So tell us a bit about it. Right. So, um, the, the being a doula and, and the, as time has passed by, um, melanated doulas, doulas in color, black doulas have wanted to move away from the word doula because like the Greek origin is female slave. So yeah, yeah. So we're moving more towards birth worker. But okay. the the common because a lot of times people hear birth work and they're like, what's that? Mm-hmm. Um, but it literally is what a doula would do, which is provide emotional support, um, making sure that the mom is mom and the family, the dad uh, know know their birthing rights, um, creating a birth plan, um, information when it comes to nutrition, also looking at birth and pregnancy from a from like more of a holistic spiritual place, right, than a right. surgical place. Because uh, Western medicine, you know, uh, wants to say like, this is when you're due, this is what's going to happen, you know, like inducing labor, C-sections, whereas birth, like our bodies are literally built to give birth. Um, you know, the, the way like our bodies are structured the babies know what to do too. Like right. I, I was talking to a client yesterday. And she was Intuitively. like, right, right. So much of it is intuitive and like spiritual and just like, it, it's, it's not outside forces shouldn't be coming in and saying like, well, this is when your body's going to do this. No, like my body knows what to do. Girl, uh, to in, the, in my solo episode this week, yes. I talk about my birth story and how um, it, it hasn't it hasn't come out yet in the time that you and I are talking right now. But um, and how jacked. I mean, it's a scary story. He said straight out of Grey's Anatomy, my birth story. When I tell people their mouth is on the floor, their eyes are wide as I don't know what. <laughs> but um, mm. but yeah, but it's because it was like all natural up until the day of, and then it was like. We're going full on by the book chemical and then things just went left. And um, mm. but yeah, so I, I think that work is very important. Even just having somebody tell you it's OK to trust yourself, because when I yes. was um, having Kayan only hearing from the doc, my doctor had all of these clients and she kept trying to schedule us into these boxes. And I'm like, but is the baby ready? 
Like you're telling nope. me you want me to deliver this date, but is the baby ready to come? Mm. Um, like if I'm not dilated, it sounds like he doesn't want to come out. Exactly. Exactly. Well, just having somebody there to say like, nope, if you don't feel comfortable, wait. Um, that's that's big work. That's important work. Are you afraid of giving somebody the wrong advice? Like telling them something that might harm them or? No, I mean, my, where I come from, I'm very much like yesterday I met with a client and, and my main thing was, I want you to be empowered and Mm -hmm. you to know that this is your experience to have. And I, of course, I'm here to support you. I'm here to give you any information, but I said, if anything doesn't feel right or doesn't align, you have the right to say no. Um, So that's where I come from. I come from, I want to completely empower the mom and Mm. know that, you know, I'm like, this, this is your birth experience and you should be able to enjoy it. Um, Even if there's moments of discomfort or pain or whatever it is, like, and she, I mean, she was very knowledgeable herself when she came in. She's like, I've researched this. I've done this. Oh, that's good. Right. So I'm like, okay, we're in a good space. And even knowing like, the kind of energy you have around you too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause she was like, Oh, my mom doesn't really want me to have a natural birth. And I was like, okay, what do you want though? Right. <laughs> Cause this is your birth. This is not your mom's birth. This is about you, not about your mom. Of course your mom can be there and support you. Um, but I was like, this is all about what you want to do. Not what I want to do. Not what your mom wants you to do. You know, I'm here to hold space for you. And I have this knowledge and this information. And like, I just want to be with you along the way and make sure that you feel supported and confident in what you're doing. And when there's moments that you don't feel supported and confident, then knowing that, like, who can you go to? And what can you say? Because it's not all perfect, of course. And what is the difference between a doula and a midwife? So a midwife has a medical background where they can help you deliver a baby, whereas a doula doesn't have a medical background. Or some doulas do have a medical background. I don't have a medical background, Um, but I definitely have done a lot of studying and a lot of reading and a lot of like talking to moms and learning about like, and learning about it from a holistic space, not from Mm -hmm. like a Western medicine place I mean there are women and tribes around the world that give birth and there isn't like a hospital this is what I'm saying we so silly people have been giving birth (laughs) for literally since the dawn of time it's like Mm -hmm. the first thing you gotta do in order to create a civilization right but how stupid of us to think like we can't do it without an oxygen tank and all these monitors and all this medicine and all this right like girl you can have that baby in your bathtub stop playing you can, you yes. can, and everything will be fine. Ne- right? I learned so much from my first time that next time around, that is definitely what I'm going to do. Um, mm. I want my doula handy. I want to be in my home or in a comfortable space. Um, yeah. And if, if I feel uncomfortable, I'll say, all right, I want to go to the hospital. I like to have that option. Of course. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. so being around these pregnant women, um, talking about birth, being around children constantly. I mean, your life is like really consumed with the whole process, the beginning of life process. 
Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that it's preparing you? Are you seeing some things that are scaring you away from having kids? I love all of it so much. Uh, I mean, I've had people be like, oh, that sounds scary or disgusting. And I'm like, no, I, I can't think. I mean, I think about the pain of giving birth and that's a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also like, I can do it. Like, I look forward, like, I know, like you were saying, like, I know I want to have a natural birth. I want to have my midwife. I want to have right. my uh, I And I know that I can do it. Like, I know that that's in me. And I feel like that's in every woman also. Um, and it's about, like, your perspective, your state of mind, energy around you, how you're taking care of your body. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's made me think about how I'm taking care of my body now. Um and making sure that like I'm well nourished and I'm moving my body and all these things that when that day does come, um, not that everything's going to be perfect, but I can be like, okay, I've taken care like of this vessel. Right. Well, let me tell you something. Don't take too good care because when, as soon as I got my body looking the way I wanted it to look, and it took me a long time, <laughs> that's when I got pregnant. Cause the universe just has a really oh. funny sense of humor. <laughs> As soon as I was like, yo, I look good. Like good with the T at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah. That next few months later, I was knocked up. And I'm like, dang it. Dang it. Dang. I just was very healthy. I was healthy. Everything was together. I was eating right. I was looking good. I was outside. Okay. Being grown. <laughs> um, and yeah. There you go. And that's how I got pregnant. And I was like, wow. So, And I've actually heard that from a few people. Like as soon as I got my my you know, my health and my body together, I got knocked up. Well, that's when your body said, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> You're the third person to say that. It happens. It's a, it's a real thing. I mean, if you think about it, when you're it physically sense. together, duh, your body's going to say, okay, let's do this thing. We're ready for it now. Mm. It's rude. It's very, very rude. <laughs> it's like, can I enjoy this? Right. Or... Exactly. I was cute. <laughs> Dang. I only got to go to one summer jam that cute. <laughs> but um, but thank you so much um, thank for you coming and for sharing your story and for telling us I, I'm sure there are so many people out there who this is their first time being introduced to this concept of a doula I think now with more celebrities more like mm. young black celebrities like Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert or whatever whatever his last name is um like having their kids at home I think yes. people are now starting to realize oh I can do this on my own or there's there's alternatives so I think we're really starting to to expand our minds to that stuff so I think you're right on track and I think it's wonderful to know someone personally because girl you can't I'm gonna be a very annoying pregnant lady but you're definitely gonna have to be my doula because I don't think many people can put up with me I got you (laughs) I got you I'm ready (laughs) so any any last things that you want to say um before we end the episode um let me see um I think like in regards to like pregnancy and birth, like just women knowing that, you know, you have rights, right? Um, you, and you know, not a lot of, a lot of us, I feel like a lot of people don't know that as a pregnant woman, you have rights, but you have rights and you have the autonomy to follow your body and, and mm-hmm. listen to it and say like, and say yes and say no. So have you oh sorry I always come up with random questions at the end have you had any moms you're like okay sis get it together 
<laughs> where you just like or, or I know there are bridezillas but are there birthzillas like you know, I haven't inter- I haven't came across a, a, a birthzilla um, I just made that up I got a trademark that or something yes you should <laughs> no I haven't I mean I know I know that like you know when women are pregnant like there's so many things happening in their bodies there can be a lot of anxiety so uh um, that's true. Oh my gosh! Yeah. See, you see, that's why you're a good doula. Because I would be like, <laughs> not today, and, and that's crazy. That I wouldn't have compassion because when I was pregnant, I would cry because I didn't know what I wanted to eat, and then end up not eating. Like, so I understand your ho- hormonal, but I just I don't think I have the patience to be like, okay, mom, it's okay, let's work through it. I'd be like, get up now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, right? You do have to like have that like patience and compassion for sure. You do, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, well, just know. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. No, no, I was just, I was just like completing my thought. I was just saying, like, just know that you have, you can trust your body. Yeah. So much of it, so much of what I've taken away, uh, so far from doing this work is how important it is that we know that we can trust our bodies, um, and that there's a lot of power in that. And I think that goes even beyond just you know being in. Uh, being with child just in general especially for women there's not a lot of research on like our periods or our you know just all the different cycles that happen within our body or how that connects to the phases of the moon or how we're Mm. all connected and how we have this interconnectivity with the earth that we live on um, or the universe that we live within I don't think that people know that you can trust what your body is telling you and even if a medical professional tells you nothing's wrong or Mm. something is wrong it could go either way they might scare you into thinking something's terribly wrong or tell you that nothing's wrong when you feel like something is wrong but to really trust yourself first because your your body will tell you what it needs um exactly thank you so much i love listen girl this is good <laughs> I yes, also, this was good yes it was a really good and, and i miss you and we haven't been able to see each other like we last year i feel like last summer i saw you literally once a week and now I haven't seen you at all and it's just a terrible thing we're gonna change that yes we must um I want to thank everybody for coming back for another episode of Sakara Why make sure that you join us next week as we continue this conversation around our parents and our kids and parents and parenting um and yeah just I mean it's it's been fun and it's been real. Oh, make sure that you follow the Sakara Y Instagram. It's literally at Sakara Y. And also follow my personal or my business Instagram at Saki Certified. Um, love you guys so much for listening. And thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right. If you just hang up and then it ends and then it's over. Okay. <laughs>